I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to Him in everything I do believe He'll come again And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then Is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham Hello everybody and welcome to the Covenant Living Broadcast. I'm David Weeder. This is my wife Lynn Weeder and we are glad you joined us today. We're going to have a rich time in the Word. You're going to be glad you joined in. We're going to look at some examples today, uh, hopefully, but we'll get there, (laughs) (laughs) of the, the people of God's exemption from the chaos, the destruction, the poverty, the lack that takes place in the world system, how that works, why it works, and things of that nature. And we'll see how far we get today, but Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to start with a word of prayer right now. Father, we thank you for this, another opportunity to teach your word. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you, sir, to minister to every single person listening or watching these broadcasts the, the, the meat, the revelation that you would have them get out of this teaching because you can go far beyond mere English words and unwrap and unveil the mysteries of the living God. And we thank you and praise you for doing just that so that not one single person will remain unchanged, unimpacted by the word of God, but instead they will experience the real, the real Jesus that will heal, deliver, set free, protect them, in every area of their life, including financially, will make them richer than they could ever think, dream, or expect, and do it righteously through the Word of God. Thank you for showing us these things. We receive them in the mighty, matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Well, you know the routine. If you haven't done it yet, make yourself that cup of tea or that cup of coffee because you're going to get comfortable. You're going to get your Bible. You're going to get your notebook. And we're going to dig into the things of the Word. Father, I, I just every now and then I'm just overwhelmed with the, the honor of being able to sit here and talk to the world about the things of God. If you, I mean, hey... Now we're we're in the fall of the year. Now this 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 is my time of year. If 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 I had my druthers, as they used to say, we'd just gather around the campfire with a cup of coffee and just talk about the word of God and just get so excited we couldn't stand each other. <laughs> anyway, let's turn over to our our golden scripture, our foundation scripture, uh, which is Romans chapter eight and verse two, and uh, we'll get you caught up on a few things here, and then we'll go. Uh, forward from there. Romans chapter 8 and verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Now, we talked last broadcast and in multiple broadcasts over the last uh, month and a half, two months. That word free in the Greek, one of the words used to describe it is exempt. And that just set me free. (laughs) Exempt. Sickness and disease, you're exempt from that. It's under the law of sin and death. 
uh, poverty, lack, insufficiency, yeah, you're exempt from that. It's under the law of sin and death, controlled by those laws that happened because of sin when death came into the, the, uh, the earth through Adam's sin. We saw that. He, uh, well, we'll just turn that real quick. Well, and in the natural, that's the same thing as a diplomat from another country that's living here. That's exactly right. Because even if they did something that broke our laws, they are exempt. Diplomatic immunity and everything stops. Well, it's the same for us. We just don't know it by and large. But we can see the origin here in Romans 5, verse 12. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. That was the beginning of the operational system called the curse. Okay? You can see that. Watch last week's broadcast. All of our all of our broadcasts are available on demand on our YouTube channel. Um, we went back and looked at the blessing. You know, most most people just think that you know the last thing that God did in the creation story was create man. Well, I, you know, it's it's not necessarily wrong, but it is slightly inaccurate because after He created man. Then he blessed them. Now, that's not just, oh, bless you, okay? The, what he said to release the blessing into the earth was be fruitful. That's what he said when he created everything. You go back to the original manuscript, he didn't say, let there be light. He said, light be, and light was. Well, you go on down through, that's what he did on every, when he created everything he created, including the blessing system. He said, be blessed. They couldn't be blessed before he said, be blessed. <laughs> they couldn't multiply and be fruitful until he said, multiply and be fruitful. And a lot of people don't get what blessed means. Blessed to them is something that you say after somebody sneezes. Mm -hmm. Blessed is, okay, be happy. Mm -hmm. But it's a real superficial thing. Right. This is literally the operating system, the system of laws, rules, principles, natural laws, spiritual laws that were developed, designed, implemented, and given by God to man to dominate the earth, subdue it, make it flourish make it the most prosperous thing. One of the things that really made me understand what the blessing was is it's empowering somebody to prosper. It's giving them that title deed that says, okay, here is your authority. Mm -hmm. Here is your ability to succeed in everything, in your body, in your family, in whatever God told you to do. And then when, when, Adam and Eve sinned and committed high treason, then sin entered in death by sin, and there was a second operational system created called the curse, which was a perversion, a twisting of, because he can't create anything, but he can twist something that's there. And in order to see and recognize these, 
One of the clearest places that you can see that is Deuteronomy 28. We're going to go back there because I, I, I was a little rushed at the end of last week's broadcast. And I want to pick up and really go through. Um, I want to go through it because it is so plain to see that the blessing system, the operating system called the blessing, is designed to impact every area of our lives. And as we said last time, I'm going to reiterate it. Anytime you go through these things, keep your eye open for the word, for faith, and for action or obedience to the word. And we see it right off the bat here in Deuteronomy verse, uh, uh, chapter 28, verse 1. And it shall come to pass, if you shall hearken diligently. There we go. We're listening. We're paying attention. Faith is coming unto the voice of the Lord thy God. There's the word of God. To observe and to do. There's the action. The corresponding action is James uh, uh, chapter 2. The King James Version doesn't say corresponding action. It says works. But the Weymouth translation of the Bible actually says corresponding and action. And that's a more accurate translation of works. Because you're not working to try to get saved. We're saved by grace through faith. But when you're using faith as a spiritual force, there has to be corresponding action go with that faith. And so I think that's a much better translation than works because right. people, tradition gets the works Yeah, all. works, you're thinking, okay, I've gone to church, I've read my Bible, I prayed, I did this, and mm -hmm. you think of it as a checklist. Right, right. Where it, corresponding action is something very specific for what your faith is set for. Right, and it's something that follows sim simply if you're actually using believing. and in faith and actually believing something, then the corresponding action is almost just a natural uh, result of that, which is why it's called corresponding action. Okay, so back to verse 1. Diligently, uh, hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all of his word which he commanded us this day, that the Lord thy God will, not maybe, will set you on high above all nations of the earth. And all of these blessings. Okay, so now we're talking about the blessing system. The blessing operational system for our lives. Shall come on you and overtake you. If you shall hearken, here we are again, unto the voice of the Lord your God. Now here we go. This is the, these are the areas that the blessing system affects in our lives. Blessed shall you be in the city. Okay, well, we live in the city. Blessed shall you be in the field. Well, we go visit there. Mm -hmm. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. Our children are blessed. And the fruit of your ground. And the fruit of your cattle. The increase of your kind. The flocks of your sheep. All of that is, is translated. Ways. Yeah, it, it can be, if you're in the country, this is still literal. You know, you make your money by your cows and your sheep and your livestock and your different things like that. If you're in the city, it may be stocks of a different kind. You may have invested in stocks. But whatever, the, whatever it is, it is talking about the increase in your life, the, the elements and things in your life that will bring you financial increase. Verse 5, blessed shall you be in your basket in your store. Now we're talking about savings accounts, checkings accounts, investment accounts, whatever savings and stores that you have. Verse 6, blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Think about that every time you go out to the car, every time you come into the house. 
I'm blessed. I'm operating, I'm, I'm standing and living in the operational system of the blessing. Verse 7, the Lord shall cause your enemies that rise up against you to be smitten before your face. They shall come out against you one way, flee before you seven ways. And it didn't say you'll never have another enemy. Mm -hmm. It said when those enemies rise up against you. There'll be, people, you know, there'll be people listen to the devil. They do. They're influenced by the devil. They'll try to, they'll try to climb the corporate ladder right over your back. <laughs> or they'll try to shortcut you, cut you off here or cut you off there. But see, you don't have to worry about it because it's the Lord that causes them to not be successful. You just have to just relax, trust in Him, roll the care of that over. The Lord shall command the blessing upon you in your storehouses and in all that you set your hand to, all your work. Whatever your profession is, whatever your, your endeavor is, whatever your hobbies are, whatever you set your hand to do is blessed. He command the blessing on it. And in the land that the Lord your God gives you, the Lord shall establish you a holy people unto himself as he has sworn unto you. If you shall keep, where well, here we are again, shall keep or do the word of the Lord and walk in his ways, follow his principles, walk in the blessing. Those are his ways. The blessing is God's ways. And all people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. How shall they see it? How can people see it unless it is produced in physical, material things? They're going to see the cars, see the houses, see your children not having to take out student loans to go to school. Well, and see you not being afraid of sickness, seeing you walk in health, yeah. seeing this protection. Yeah. And even though you don't necessarily advertise it, trust me, word gets around when you bless other people. And that's what it's all about. That's what the finances are about. Yes, he now, not all about. Don't make that mistake. You are supposed to bless your family. He, the word says he gives us all things richly to enjoy. And it says a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Yes, absolutely. But beyond that, it is for ministering to other people, meeting their needs. Oh, so, so you ain't had no enjoyment unless you're standing in line at the grocery store and this dear sweet little mama with the little with the little kids in tow they ring up, the cashier rings up the, the, the bill and, and, and she, her eyes kind of drop. She looks embarrassed and she says, oh, um, well, put, put this back. And you can step up and say, no, baby, don't put that back. You need, you, you need that. Besides that, you want that. I tell you what, is there, is there, can, it, can I get the kids a little bite of candy or something here off the shelf? Let me just be a blessing to you because the Lord has blessed me. And by the way, do you know the Lord? He just wants good things for you. And I can show you, if you, if you know Him, He just wants to bless you. Now, that's the way this works. And as you grow in the things that we're talking about, as you grow and develop in, in expertise and practice, then your income level comes up. Next thing you know, you're, show, you're, you're sending planes full of, of relief to Haiti when there's an earthquake. There's no end to God, which means there's no end to the good that you can do with money. Money has no character of its own.
money is an amplifier. Whatever is in here will be amplified to whatever degree and amount of money the person has. I don't know if that was clear. Let me say that again. Money is neither good nor bad. The love of money is bad. Money itself is neither good nor bad, but it will amplify. If someone just has a little bitty money, <laughs> They may not be able to, to destroy themselves all at once, but they can do it a little bit at a time with cigarettes. Okay? But you give that, that, that same person a couple million dollars, he could be dead tomorrow because all he's thinking about is drugs. If I, cigarettes are okay, can I do something? What, what else can I do? And he thought I would be dead by tomorrow. You get someone who's got a little bit of money, but they've got integrity of heart. Jesus is living in here and they may not have anything. But if someone shows up at the door, they're going to figure out a meal to put on the table. They're going to put a meal on the table and hey, we're going to stretch a blanket out on the floor if you don't have a place to stay. Now that, that person, you give that person a million dollars, they're going to send money to Haiti and help all those people. That's, you see what I'm saying? It's an amplifier of what's already in here. That's all it is. Okay, well, glory to God. Okay, so, and here we go. The very next verse, verse 11. And the Lord shall make you plenteous in goods. Notice they're not called bads. Plenteous in goods, and in the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give you. You got to make sure you're in the right land, <laughs> where you're supposed to be and what God's called you to do. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto the land in his season, and to bless all the works of your hand, and you shall lend unto many nations, and you shall not borrow. And the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail, and you shall be above only, and you shall not be beneath, if that you hearken unto the commandments of the Lord. There's the word, and listening, and digging, and pay attention, and doing the Lord, the, thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. We're right back at the beginning. And you shall not go aside from any of the word which he's given to us this day to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. But, verse 15, that was the blessing system. Impacts every area of your life. And it's simple. I mean, he spent 14 verses talking about the blessing. You're blessed in your finances, you're blessed in your body, you're blessed in your family. Mm -hmm. And gave some specific examples. Then the rest of this chapter is talking about all these variations of the curse. And I, I really think, you know, at least for me, I mean, you got 60 mm -hmm. verses, well, 40 verses, 45 verses of curse and details about the curse. And he's mm -hmm. like, to me, that's like, look, look, you don't want to be in all this. You just want to keep it simple and good. Stay over here in these first 14 verses. Well, and the news media amplifies it even more than these 50 verses on the curse. It's yeah. like, oh, but today it's so yeah. much worse. And verse 15 really says it correctly the way it should be. Mm. If you will not listen mm. to the word, you don't do the word, then all of these curses shall come on you and overtake you. That's what he said about the blessing. Mm. 
It's the two systems, the two operational systems. Later on in Deuteronomy, he tells you, I put them before you. It's your choice. You can live in this system or you can live in this system. Nobody can make you live. Satan can try to talk you into living in this system and make it sound like you don't have a choice. But God Almighty said, I have placed before you the choice. You have the option. You can live in the blessing operating system or you can live in the curse operating system. Now look at all this, all this stuff contained in the curse. You don't want it in there. Just stay over here where it's nice, simple, and good and stay in the blessing system. You see, that's what is taking place here. It's the options. It's the two operating systems that are in the earth today. They're still in the earth today. And you can still choose today which one you live in. And all of the requirements are right there. Hearken diligently unto the word of the Lord. Do it. Have faith in it. And there you go. It about, shall come to pass. What about the people that think that this was just for the children of Israel? Well, there's this book in our covenant called Galatians. And in Galatians, we shall see, since you brought it up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That'd be why I brought it up. That would be why you brought it up. <laughs> in Galatians, the Holy Spirit, through the Apostle Paul, talks about this in quite, at quite some length. And he, uh, I'll just boil it down, but he talks, I mean, he's all through here talking about, he preached the blessing to Abraham. I mean, he talked to Abraham about, you know, hey, look, this is the blessing. This is the operating system I want you functioning in. And through this, through you and through the covenant, if you choose to live in the blessing and prove it out, then all the nations of the earth will be blessed. And then he comes on down here and he lists the very reason that Jesus went to the cross. Look down here in Galatians <laughs> chapter 3 and verse uh, 13. Christ hath, past tense, he's already done it. Christ has already redeemed us from the curse operating system because he was made a curse for us in our place, for it was written, God put it in the word, in the law. Cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree so that the blessing might come on the Gentiles, the people who were outside the covenant, through Jesus Christ they might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. There's faith again. Got the Word. Got faith. It's the same principles all the way. God never changes. And it was that's why Jesus came. So that we have the same privileges and right to choose that the original people of God, the Israelites, had. Because even then in verse 29, mm -hmm. he specifies that if you are in Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So he said, if you believe in Jesus, Christ has redeemed us from the curse. But then he went on and said, we are Abraham's seed as well. 
Absolutely. So it double. It, it says it in two different ways. So there's no question that we are eligible to live in that blessing system. Yeah. And it's, it, you know, the word, the, the, our covenant says that it's a better covenant based upon better promises. Mm -hmm. So to yeah. think that we don't have the ability to live in the blessing operational system is ludicrous. It's absolutely a violation of the scripture. Can't be. All right. So we've got that settled. And now, now we got it. You can't get, I don't know how you could get any more plain. Blessing, curse. Left side, right side. I mean, that's side by side comparison. You want to live in the blessing. Trust me. Okay. Now, moving forward, we're going to assume that's where you chose to live. Now, there are there is a double meaning going back to Romans 8 mm. and verse 2. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us exempt from the law of sin and death. Looking at that word law there for a moment, there's kind of a double meaning there because there is the overall concept of the law that we find. Well, Joshua chapter 1 wasn't really planning on going there, but apparently we are. Uh, Joshua chapter 1 makes it really clear. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's start in verse 7. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according. Here we go. Observe and do. Observe and do. According to all the law which my servant command, Moses, my servant, commanded thee, turn not to it from the right hand or to the left. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? That thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou go. This book of the law, this Bible, this word of God shall not depart out of your mouth. That's a principle of faith we'll go over. But you shall meditate in it day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you shall make your way prosperous. Then you shall have good success. And the, the reason for the principles that we're talking about is not just the the um, the overarching law of the scripture but and then all of the laws contained within the scripture for example the law of faith and the law of tithing and sowing binding and loosing these are all laws and principles that we're going to be going into and studying in the upcoming weeks these, the laws of sin and death govern the, the lack and poverty and sickness and disease and disaster, natural disasters and man-made disasters. And, and all of these things are governed by certain laws of sin and death. Well, the laws contained in the scripture of the spirit of life are how to function fluidly inside the blessing operating system. And so... We're going to be examining all of these different things in upcoming broadcasts. And we're going to be giving you the opportunity and showing you how to enter into or some of the ways to enter into the operating system. And it's just going to be a glorious time. You're going to enjoy it. We're going to enjoy it. And the reason for it is because God's always for you. 
He's never ever against you. He loves you. We love you. And Jesus is Lord. Thank you, partners and friends, for helping make these broadcasts possible. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, be sure to follow us on Instagram, and you can also listen to our broadcasts on iTunes. Contact us at davidweeder.org or call us at 1-800-988-5380 to send praise reports, request prayer, or for more information about our ministry and how to become a partner.